Hey, everybody. Editor Chris hopping out in front of the episode for a quick kind of oopsie-daisy on our part. Uh, We recorded this episode in which we talk a whole lot about the upcoming Sonic the Hedgehog movie on the day after that the the trailer was announced. Unfortunately, we also recorded it before the follow-up tweet from the movie producers saying that they're going to be changing the character model. And we had a couple points in this episode talk about, like, Welp, we know that the model's kind of set because animation takes time and money, and boy, we look foolish now. I just wanted to sort of throw this out there so that those statements aren't strange and aren't without context. For my opinions on the fact of the animation change, see my Twitter, I guess. But I just wanted to throw that out there because I didn't want y'all to be halfway through the episode and be like, hang on, they are changing the animation. Anyway, enjoy this slightly delayed take on the Sonic the Hedgehog trailer. Bye-bye! Hello, everybody, and welcome to Backstage Gaming, Dramatics Takes on Your Favorite Games. I'm Chris. And I'm Dylan. And we have a Dylan again. It's so exciting. He's... He's alive. Everything is good. I don't have to pretend I can carry a whole episode of this shit by myself. Yo, dude, you... I Stop. <laughs> you fucking <laughs> rock that episode. I was listening to that while jogging yesterday. Like, or two days ago now. It was a good episode. I'm glad. I got halfway through and I was like, I hope I'm making sense because I don't remember the words that came out of my mouth five minutes you, ago. You had but... a, whole lot, a whole hell of a lot more structure than you do when you're with me, so... <laughs> Uh, I felt like I needed to actually prepare since I couldn't fall back on making goofs with my friend. Um, well, yeah, you well, know what? If nothing else, it was inspiring. So I'm glad. Let's, let's hit this episode hard. Yeah. Uh, welcome, everybody. This week, for context, we are recording this on Wednesday. Yesterday, yes. Tuesday, April 30th, <laughs> was... A banner day in the history of cinema. Chris, Chris, let me just let me just say something right now. Yeah. So yesterday, I wake up. Um, I you know I I as now I do am, most days. <laughs> I'm <laughs> I'm now preparing for my job, so I wake up extra early. And in my sleep deprived stupor, I look. I I go on my phone. I open up Twitter. The first thing I see is, well, it's finally here. <laughs> <laughs> and what is it, Dylan? Judgment Day, Chris. And by Judgment Day, <laughs> I don't mean the judgment of all sinners be- before, you know, damnation or whatever. I'm talking about the fucking Sonic the Hedgehog movie and how we're going to judge that. Yep, the Sonic so, the Hedgehog movie that we have been just, like, steamrolling every time it comes up in discussion finally has a trailer. Regular and... listeners will know that with every tidbit of information that came out, Chris, I would share this with Chris, or vice versa, and we would ponder... We'd have a fucking party. Great thoughts. <laughs> we would have a goddamn beach party with that spiny boy. And now we have full motion video of a film. Um, and so we are going to talk about this trailer Uh, We've already done a couple episodes, like way back our fifth episode ever was about game to film adaptation and the common issues that come up with that. Just a few episodes ago, we did one kind of going the other way where we looked at like movie tie-in games. So we've already touched on this, but now the 
gods of cinema have seen fit to just give us like a perfect crystalline dish full of fancy feasts that we can examine to our heart's content. Um, <laughs> so we're going to do that. We're going to we're going to like get granular on this fucking trailer and talk about it and what it means. And here here Dylan, here is yes. my challenge to the two of us. Okay. The trailer looks bad is not a new take. No. The trailer. Um, fact, I've had a couple people. I've talked to a couple friends who, you know, while it's nothing amazing, like the trailer actually, you know, made them laugh a couple times, and you know, if nothing else, they are interested in seeing the movie. I yeah. won't say excited. That doesn't feel like the right word, but they are interested in the movie. <laughs> they they anticipate it. Uh, they anticipate it. Yeah. My my challenge to us is rather than making a, any judgment calls. I want us yeah. to do what we can to like really dig into puzzling out like the logic and the thinking behind all of the weird choices on display in this trailer. Okay. And hell, I want to see if we can find things that we like about it. I want to see if we can find like maybe not necessarily images that appear on screen, but th- thoughts behind those images that might be there that excite us. <laughs> before we before we dive into this, I have a story that needs sharing because I think it like pretty much perfectly encapsulates my life at the moment. <laughs> oh, oh boy. So I'm at my job, which mm-hmm. I am becoming increasingly dismayed about. Uh, <laughs> I'm just, I'm, I'm very fed up with jobs in which people can just like forget that I'm a human being with a, with a physical body and agency. I feel like there's an iconoclast joke there, but I feel like more people I still need to today. play before I can... <laughs> um but yesterday i'm at work and i am like at my register and i'm ringing people through and making small talk with strangers as i do and during a lull Mm -hmm. in the action one of my supervisors came comes over and is like hey chris did you get your uh your your gift card for the raffle last week during uh a team member appreciation week and i was like no i didn't i didn't know i won a raffle and she was like oh yeah let me go get that for you and she comes back and she hands me just like a free $25 gift card. And I was like, sweet. I can like buy myself some treats. I can have some snacks on the job. This is a good deal. Mm-hmm. Not five minutes later, she comes back and she goes, sorry, Chris. This was for the other Chris Wilson who works at the store. We have what to take your fuck? money away. There are two of them? There are two of you? <laughs> the other one is a woman who works in the bakery department. But yes, now there are two of me. <laughs> this is too much. This is too much. <laughs> and like, I don't know if anything has better, like any individual instance has ever better encapsulated the constant feeling of like progression and failure that is trying to work as a creative with a day job. <laughs> the occupation giveth and the occupation taketh Take away. Take away. <laughs> and that was like the first thing that happened in my shift. So that just set the tone for the rest of the day. Oh my god. <laughs> it was wild. Well, I'm happy I no, you know what? I don't have a I don't <laughs> have a happy. consolation here. I am sad for you. <laughs> I'm sad for the the lady Chris Wilson. You're sad for her? No, I'm I'm sorry, I meant to say I'm happy for her. <laughs> how 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 dreadful that she received my free money. <laughs> um Yeah, I just I needed to share that because it like it doesn't bother me in like an existential way, but it was really funny <laughs> and like yeah. very like, oh man, <laughs> oh no, yeah, I got you. 
Swiper knows swiping. <laughs> Let's sink our teeth into this nightmare fuel. Actually, uh, before we do that, like, I, I want to... I don't know if I was talking about this last time or if I just... I think we were talking about last this. time was two Gregorian weeks ago, so I That's, don't remember. Yeah. No, uh, I'm sorry. What I meant to say was I was talking about this in a Facebook message group that we have oh, last gotcha. night. Um, and uh, I just wanted to say this real quick. Uh, when the silhouette, when the fear of the new Sonic design crossed computer monitors across <laughs> the globe, when it inflicted its dark dark will upon the the un. <laughs> An unexpected world. Um, original des- noted original designer of Sonic the Hedgehog, uh, Naoto Oshima, um, had this to say, and this is translated courtesy of Twitter handle at SonicJPNews. So if you like that, maybe check him out. Or, you know what I mean, if you like the fact that they translate the original creator's tweets and stuff. Sonic is a fairy of hedgehog. This is a rough translation. Sonic is a fairy of hedgehog, so he doesn't need to be designed closer to a real hedgehog, even in a live action. Mickey doesn't become a mouse in live action, does he? Because they are fairies who can live on when people believe in them. Basically saying that, like, you know, realism in Sonic, or like, trying to make Sonic mesh with our world, is kind of a silly thing, because his design is part of his cultural zeitgeist. Yeah, and I have many thoughts on Sonic's design that I think we can get into as we run. Yeah. Uh, so what, we're, what we can do, I figure, is Dylan and I have the trailer open. If y'all, if y'all want to play along with us, YouTube Sonic the Hedgehog trailer and, like, join us in our nightmare. And but if I've got you can't, it here, don't worry. We'll, we'll describe what we're talking yeah, about. I've got it here set at zero. Dylan, do you just want to, like, start it? And when either of us sees something that needs discussed, we'll just hit pause. Okay. All right. Yeah. Ready? Yeah, let's go. And play. So the first thing I want to talk about right out the gate is I like the logo. I like how the C kind of forms the trademark quills of of Sonic's head. Yeah, like the logo design is honestly pretty great. Like, And it's... The, the arrow that the G's make, like, that's pretty good. I really like that. Yeah. Sorry, like I, I, I didn't mean to stop you right out the gate, but like, no, that you're was good. the you're first good. thing it's that a... jumped out at me. Like the trailer or the 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 logo design is pretty good and it captures a lot of like hell even the fact that it's outlined in neon brings to mind some of the like yeah. more iconic stage design in the, some of the Sonic the Hedgehog video games yeah. like there's it's neon it's glitzy uh really some, makes me think of the Genesis era yeah like there's something there's something to that where like somebody working at the studio knew something about Sonic when it came to putting this logo together. Also anyway. the fucking colors uh the neon blue with the the red bottom yeah. like that's. That's Sonic's basic design. Like, that's a that's a decent title. All right, we found our one nice thing to say about this trip. Uh, uh, well, we, we might we'll, have we'll some see, others. We'll see what we'll, happens. We'll see. All right, also Green Hills. Uh, yep. I'm going to keep I'm gonna keep rolling because, like, that's just a fun little... Yeah. I think that's the... a fun nod. Okay, let's talk about the fucking electrically charged yeah. quills. So, okay, <laughs> there is that thing in the... I think it was first introduced in Sonic 2, the lightning bubble? Uh, that that's Sonic 3, yeah. Okay, I couldn't remember if it was 2 or 3 and Knuckles. Mm-hmm. Throughout the trailer, there is this implication, both in the logo, like when the logo shows up, there's like staticky lightning coming off of the letters, and then our hapless hero of the film, I assume, I don't know what any of these characters are about. The trailer did a bad job of <laughs> indicating uh, any of this. Policeman everybody. Yeah. 
our milk toast white protagonist, and I say that as a milk toast white actor, so like I feel you, my dude. <laughs> um, James Marsden, that's his name. Cyclops. He is a cop, and he sees a blue streak fly past him. A blue streak clock- speed by, if you will. Yeah, that clocks his speedometer at seven hundred and sixty miles per hour. And then he like, there's a shot of him like bending down in a grassy field to pick up an electrically charged quill. And yeah. I don't know why they're leaning on electricity so hard. It's it's kind of like I, I don't feel know. like <laughs> I feel like what they're leaning on here is like the the cultural affinity of like, you know, you have the flash. He's a super speed guy, he has a lightning bolt on his chest. Yeah. Like there's, you know, fast as a bolt of lightning. Like there's there are connections here that are being mined, but it's also like a weird thing to just like all right, we're making a Sonic the Hedgehog movie. What's he known for? And Timmy in the back of the meeting room was like, lightning powers! Because he's, he's just an animal. I, I don't want to get too caught up on details. I, I, like, I'm, I realize we're like pretty much nitpicking right now, but like, it, it's just it's kind of weird because it's, it's this visual thing that isn't true to the character at all. I don't know. It, it is odd. Let's keep playing. Yeah, yeah. The opening 22 seconds of this trailer, I honestly really like. Yeah. Like, uh, I even the rings around the Paramount uh, pictures. Yeah, the rings around the Paramount pictures thing is cute. It's also the one instance where I'm okay with the use of original Sonic sound design in this trailer. We'll get to more of that later, I promise. Yeah. But the opening section, you get you get Sonic speeding down a road. You get a, a billboard for Green Hill, which is a cute little reference. I like that. There's the baffling thing with the lightning quill, but like whatever. And then you get like Sonic blurring through a forest. Dropping into like a pack rat den full of like what's what have we, yeah. Shoes, he's got a, he's got a beanbag uh, chair he's got worn out sneakers and he's got like a a big boombox with a tape deck. I really want to like, see a pair of soap shoes in there. I know there probably isn't. That's probably an attention to detail that like only I would care about. <laughs> that, but but like this opening twenty section <laughs> seconds is actually like really good. It sets up for people who don't know what Sonic is. It's a really good indication of he's a blue thing that run fast. You don't need much more than that. Like, I feel like the sneakers, you know, it's weird that Sonic collects sneakers, but, like, I think the shot, when you look at it longer, it's like, oh, he he's worn out all of these sneakers. Yeah, that's sneakers. the thing. All of the sneakers have, like, holes in the soles, which, again, really good little, like, tiny moment of visual storytelling. This is how you do a good trailer. And then also, for people who are Sonic fans, the fact that he drops onto a beanbag chair and walks over to a tape deck boombox. They're pl- That's like a homi- very Sonic thing. They're paying homage to the very, like, early 90s zeitgeist that spawned this character. This is good. This is all good trailer making. Yeah. The only problem I have with this, these first 20 seconds, besides the weird blue lightning thing, is, like, the the shots of him, like, first-person view running through the yeah, forest. People are gonna really hurl in the theater. Cheap. Well, no, it's not even that. It just feels really... I, I mean, like, I, I'm not a filmmaker. I don't know. Uh, but, like, it just it looks kind of bad to me as yeah, a it, casual It, look, it looks very 2000 viewer. Sam Raimi film. Yeah. Uh, regardless of that, I agree, like, the actual first-person shots of the running are a little rough, but, like, for the most part, opening 20 seconds, good trailer. I get, if I don't know who Sonic is, I now have a fairly decent idea of at least the basic power set, and as a Sonic yeah. fan, I'm like, oh, cool, he's got a boombox, and then he Then he starts play. playing fucking Coolio. <laughs> yeah, and we get these, like, weird, kind of erotic shots of Sonic stretching in the middle of a road. All right, buddy, I think you're reading into that. <laughs> let me let me look at these again. All right, first one is just him bouncing. Uh, that's fine. 
Then he's like kind of doing the lunge. Yeah, this uh, this this shot of him like stretching out his hamstring. Yeah, is like a little... it's it's not erotic, but the the fact like it's from behind and it's like slow motion stretching and like he still has the weirdly lean muscular legs and it's just it, yeah, it don't make me happy. It don't make me happy <laughs> at all. Leaving aside the lightning, which is still baffling to me, and mm. this is this is just like a consistency nitpick. I'm not meaning to harp on it so much. It just like. Honestly, it has me more curious than anything to see if it actually plays any part in the story or if it's I, just, I just their like, shorthand. I feel like it. it is. I feel like they wouldn't be giving it this much emphasis. Yeah, like, if they're if doing good filmmaking... If this wasn't a take they were putting on, yeah. Yeah, and, like, in, if that's the case, then, like, cool, I'm excited to see what that means. Like, I could, I could easily see Dr. Eggman trying to harness... Oh, yeah, dude, because uh, Dr. Eggman, or Dr. Robotnik, rather, uses animals as a power source. Maybe they're kind of alluding to. Okay, okay, maybe hang he on. Becomes obsessed with like Sonic as a potential power. If source. That's where we're going with this. I just became so much more on board with this fucking film. <laughs> yeah, like, like that. If, that could be a cool direction. They're... I don't know. I could be giving them too much credit, but okay, like. Okay, but no, like that's that is what I want to be doing. I want to be. I want for us to be finding reverse engineering this and looking for the like the most creative potential reasonings behind this. And if they went deep enough into the Sonic lore to remember that Eggman uses animals as a power source, and that's why they're playing up Sonic's electricity, that is, like, they just next-leveled the whole audience, and I'm so here for it. Yeah, because that also makes, like, I, I, I won't say raises the stakes, but I guess raises the stakes for Sonic specifically. Yeah. Again, this this next 10-ish seconds after that of him, like, doing the warm... The, the baffling warm-up stretch is fair, but then he, like, gets down into his sprinter's pose and just, like, takes off. Yeah. That's also really hype. I'm here uh, for that. So I think here's where we get like the actual face reveal, unless I'm, I'm Yes, I'm wrong. no, you are you are correct. Okay. We get a look at Sonic's so, face as he says the, the classic line Gotta go fast. Oh, he does, doesn't he? Yep. I have my volume at zero. Honestly, like it's not terrible. The the weird thing is like it's worse in certain angles. Like it's... there are on a sh there's a shot-by-shot -shot basis where, like, sometimes I'm like, okay, I see where you're going with, like... I will say, what gets me with the face, when it's just this this shot of him, like, looking up and looking intense and smirking, that's good. <laughs> this is a good-looking... Like, it's not how I would have designed Sonic, but it looks fine. It looks fine, yeah. When they use that animated mouth to, to render human phonemes and reveal... <laughs> <laughs> reveal the crooks and valleys of his pearly white human teeth that's when it becomes unacceptable to me we'll get there audience <laughs> and then he runs very fast and there's an explosion that knocks out power on the east on the western seaboard yeah uh i think that's a sonic boom is what they're going for i think so but that's not how a sonic boom do anything no no it's not um, I could be thinking that because, so, for listeners who don't know, the reason why I was gone last week is because uh, there was a family funeral I had to attend. And so I was with my cousin, and uh, we decided to watch Sonic X for old time's sake. And so, ironically enough, that series opens with Sonic, like, being transported to our world and then running from the police. And he causes a sonic boom while running. <laughs> so, who knows, maybe that, that episode was the... Maybe basis. this is all homage. Yeah, maybe that was the basis on which this this movie is being yeah, I, made. I want to one more thing. I want to put a pin in because I'm going to be talking about it probably every time we we find a new scene to talk about. From the point that Sonic 
jams his grubby hairy fingers into the tape deck and starts playing, we're getting Gangsta's Paradise playing in the background of this entire trailer. Oh, yo, something I didn't notice, though. And mm. yes, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about Coolio in a second. But something <laughs> I didn't notice was uh, when, when Sonic's falling into his little hidey hole, his hobbit hole, if you will, uh-huh. uh, he's in his ball. He's curled up in a ball. Yep. Like in the games. Like, yeah, this is cool. I like it. We're finding we're lot... finding neat stuff. Yeah, there's a lot of nice little nods. There's a lot of decent, at the very least, like, indications that these people looked at screenshots. And Man, clearly... I thought we were going to rip into this trailer, but, like, no, there's actually a lot of cool stuff here. Yeah, like, at the very least, giving it this closer look, I'm seeing a lot of attention to the source material that I didn't catch on my first viewing and like that's nice to see uh but you anyway i to mention coolio yeah i sorry, need to, but... i need to talk about this because this is i think the single greatest mistake this trailer makes <laughs> so i remember people were saying like there was a private screening and like someone tweeted about coolio's gangsta's paradise being played and i was terrified for like the last like month or however long ago it was i was terrified that in response to people hearing about this, uh, Paramount or whoever's in charge of the trailers would take Gangsta's Paradise out. <laughs> and I am so glad they kept it in. <laughs> oh, it's so bad. Because what it is, here's the thing. Gangsta's Paradise has a very minimalistic two-chord beat. It's just like, bah, 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 bah. And when that's being wrapped over, it's fine. When you're just vamping that over and over again for a two-minute trailer, yeah, that is unforgivable. Yeah, it's and it's it serves not to highlight. Great. Let's let's move forward. So we get the the sonic boom that knocks off knocks out power. Okay, and, then and let's like... talk about the most boring thing that any of these fucking like nostalgia bait uh, movie things do like we're bringing in the fucking military again transformers yep. does it like fucking yep. battleship does the military it. the military is like we need our best man on this job to track down the source of this power surge let me tell um, you because we are nearing the end of the 2010s i can say this the single most boring trend in movies i think i've ever seen in these movies is the military as not necessarily an antagonistic force but like as its own character yeah military as overarching complication yeah and i think i i remember and i can't i can't remember who said this like specifically but i i remember hearing somewhere that like there is the possibility that the military is prevalent in so many of these movies because they pay to get like that kind of push there and is an amount of that like especially with I know that's true of the Transformers movies. Yeah. Like, the military helps to fund those film or helped to fund those films, and in exchange got, like, they would use, like, actual military equipment for a lot of the, the shots and things. Was this Lindsay Ellis? Did I, did I hear this from uh, a Lindsay Ellis I don't know Ellis if I heard video. it from Lindsay Ellis or not, but I'm sure, I'm sure she's talked about it at some point. She's done so many videos on Transformers. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, I want to get into this. We get, they're like, we... We need our best man for this job. And then we get a shot of, like, a fancy robot semi-truck pulling into a military base. And we get our first look at Dr. Robotnik, played by Jim Carrey. I will say I do like this truck. It reminds me of the truck from Sonic Adventure 2. It does. Jim Carrey walks out in just, like, black suit, 
black sunglasses with like red trimmings it's it is very cartoony but like not in the same way that like dr robotnik is cartoony but like i don't know in the way that jim carrey was cartoony in the 90s exactly but then we get this scene that is between carrie as robotnik and some guy playing a like major in the armed forces in which it's like carrie taking apart this guy and just like you know being classic Jim Carrey, being wacky and doing physical comedy and like interrupting. And so, this scene, yeah, I think, go entirely on the back of Gangster's Paradise, falls so flat. Like, like you can you can see Jim Carrey is like he's doing his best, man. Like it's not quite he doesn't quite save this this exchange, but like he's at least interesting to watch. Yeah, Jim Carrey's having fun. Yeah, but, but, like, it's just so, it's so baffling to me. Like, the dialogue's not bad, it's just not good. <laughs> like, the dialogue is whatever. It's, yeah. like you said, it's it's fully mediocre. Carrie is delivering a pretty fun performance to watch. But I was watching this and I was like, why is this falling so flat? This This is, like, at the very least should be entertaining. And I realized that what it is, is in this scene, based around these, like, awkward po- silences and interruptions... You still have Gangsta's Paradise vamping underneath. That's true. That's if they had it completely the, undersells. If they had cut the music and just let there be awkward silence, I think this scene would land so much better. I don't I know that, that for a fact, but like the fact that you have something keeping time underneath it yeah. just like kills it, it what, makes, what it makes you acutely aware of how much time is passing while you're watching. Yeah. These two and have it, a and nothing it turns arguments. It instead of yeah, instead of that timing and that like pacing potentially being part of the joke, it just becomes dead space being metered out by the sounds of Coolio's beat. It's so disappointing because I like I think that Jim Carrey, if nothing else, will be fun to watch in this wackadoodle film. Mm-hmm. But like, man, I wish they had like. I'm glad they didn't pick a song other than Gangsta's Paradise because wow, but like, boy, it would have been a better trailer if they had. Yeah. You want to keep you want to keep rolling? Yeah, let's let's keep going. Oh, and then we get this baffling Oh no. Here we go. Here it is. Okay, item 1. The police officer we saw, Officer Cyclops, P, uh Green Hills Police Department, kicks open a door with his gun like gun and flashlight and yells, you know, GHPD. But he's also just like wearing a t-shirt and jeans. Maybe it's because Sonic's in like his shed or whatever. Like maybe I'm I, I'm willing to give it the benefit of the doubt, but that just feels weird. Yeah. Anyway, that that's a nitpick. But then we get Sonic, and we get to watch his lovingly rendered mouth and teeth make English words. This yeah, this is really where the design starts to fall apart. I think for a lot of people. Yeah, it's I, a friend of ours, uh, our friend Tom, who we are appearing in an episode of his uh, Stephen King podcast coming up soon. Uh, he was tweeting that what throws him off about this is that there is a discrepancy between the level of photorealism of most of Sonic compared to the eyes and mouth. Yeah. Like, the eyes and mouth are rendered much more realistically than the rest of his fuzzy, cartoony body. And so it looks like they've spliced human eyes and mouth onto this monstrosity, and it just looks real like... They dove headlong into the Uncanny Valley on that. Yeah. And then we have the teeth. 
Oh, the teeth. We 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 don't need to talk too much about the teeth because yeah. I'm worried. Okay, hang I on. I feel like the teeth. We are need to talk about something else because I paused in his mid shrug, and it looks like they took care not to put fur on the palms of his hands, and now I can't unsee that. <laughs> oh, that's upsetting to look at with my eyes. Are you seeing you it know. too? I'm I'm seeing it too. I I went further. Oh no. Oh boy. <laughs> And then Sonic gets tranquilized because yeah, because haha, funny, funny. Like the the scream off, and a lot of people pointed this out. The scream off is a very tired gag. Yeah, where like the person, the two protagonists meet each other, and they're like ah. Yep. Whatever. It it is a thing. It communicate like for for a trailer, it communicates what they need to communicate. Yeah, and I feel like that gag is not old and tired for like someone who is. Eight or nine, yeah. Which I feel like is the target demographic of this film. Yeah, as they play some... Coolio's Gangsta's Paradise, and then somehow <laughs> we transition from Sonic being shot in the leg with a tranquilizer dart to Sonic in the passenger seat of this cop's pickup truck as he tears down the road, and Sonic says, "Basically, it looks like I'm gonna have to save your planet." What? <laughs> I've been replaying the part where uh, gangsta, like Sonic leaps out. Okay, so they get attacked by uh, Dr. Robotnik's truck, or maybe like a robot truck thing. Regardless, they get attacked by a Batnik. That's what they're called in the games. Yep. And it's Sonic kind of leaps out the back window or the, the roof of the car. Yeah, and they and like pulse the gangsta's parents. So it's like, bah, bah. It's like, yep. it's so dumb. And again, here's another moment of it's I see why they did it. They as Sonic jumps out of the back of the truck, he rolls up into a ball and you get that classic from the 1992 Sonic the Hedgehog game sound effect of Sonic charging up his spin dash. I do want to say in the real world. We we have no knowledge of whether or not they're actually going to use that in the in the trailer. Or, in the or I mean, in the in the real in the actual Final Cut yeah. movie, maybe maybe that was like a little like, eh, eh, you get it? And yeah, it's like, I really yeah, hope yeah, they don't it. because it just like that sound effect works when you're looking at a pixelated cartoon hedgehog in a world of green stripy hills and giant mushrooms. Like, yeah, I I think even the the Dreamcast games use like when when Sonic rolls into the ball for the spin dash. I think they use a different sound effect. I'm pretty. Yeah. In fact, I'm pretty sure they use a different sound effect. And even then, like it's still similar. It's a similar sound effect, but like, yeah, it's a sound effect that works because it is an abstraction of like what might something spinning really fast sound like. Well, I think here's the problem. It's such like that is one of Sonic's like signature things, and I feel like it's not really a sound or a motion that has any real world equivalent. Like hearing him curl into a ball and rev. Like a tire, or you know, not a tire, but like a motorcycle revving. <laughs> like you can't do that. That would be really wild. I mean, I don't know what the solution is, but I feel like the using the sound effect. Yeah, is, using the Genesis sound effect isn't great. Again, maybe just a trailer thing. Yeah, where it's like, hey, we did the thing. But it 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 feels odd to me, and maybe mm-hmm. it'll be in the final version, and maybe they'll find some other version. I don't know what it is, but like that moment feels very jarring. 
I'm giving this movie a lot more benefit of the doubt than I thought we were like <laughs> initial like I I know we're we're we have a minute left to go in this trailer but like I am actually more excited for this movie now than when <laughs> I was just watching it. Yeah, like and that's kind of what I wanted to uh what I wanted to get with this is just like there are things going on here that are not bad. There's yeah. a lot of unforgivable sins like the teeth, but <laughs> I th- I think this trailer is just not a great trailer. Yeah. Um, and I think, like, you know, the biggest issue is, again, like, the teeth. <laughs> yeah. Um, the, the biggest issue, like, that I, you know, we both know won't be fixed for the final cut because animation costs money. The teeth are weird. The, the, the human face on a semi-realistic hedgehog head. Yeah, it's very it, odd. It, if, if it was more cartoony, if the entire design was more cartoony, that could work. But they didn't quite nail it. Yeah, no. Let, let's let's keep rolling. Um, there's more of this trailer that we need to dig into. Jim Carrey's having fun though. Jim Carrey's having a great time, and I'm happy for him. Yeah. Okay. So I'm gonna skip like the the Jim Carrey stuff. Like he's he's in his Robo Lair, which looks fine. It's not exactly what I would pick for like Doctor Robotnik aesthetically, but like that's a nitpick. I yeah. don't care. It looks fine. <laughs> let's talk about the Warp Ring. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So Sonic throws a ring. So in, in the Sonic the Hedgehog games, you collect rings both for score purposes and they are your life. As long as you have a ring, if you get hit, rather than losing a life, you will burst all of the rings that you are carrying out of you. So essentially, um, as long as you can keep a ring on you, you can keep going. And on top of that, uh, 100 rings give you an extra life. So when you yeah. die, like you'll have one more extra Sonic in stock. In... The trailer, there's a shot of two people falling from a building in what looks like Manhattan, and Sonic throws a ring that opens up a goddamn portal. Okay, so a lot of people have talked about this. I'm actually going to defend this real quick. Um, In the Genesis games, (laughs) in Sonic 1, when you finish a stage with 50 rings, there is a giant warp ring that will teleport you to the special zone where you can do a bonus level. Um, This same ring shows up in Sonic CD and in addition in Sonic 3 and Knuckles there are these giant rings scattered throughout the levels that will teleport you to a special stage and then also uh, they also appear in, in, Sonic, in Mania. Sonic Mania so I get it though the weird thing is like this isn't the first thing my brain goes to when I see the ring and I feel like a lot of people have that same reaction and that same like what is going on here because it's not obscure but like it's also just like the rings are not iconic for that reason. Yeah. And like the, uh, the also the fact that they are introducing that like Sonic has control over this aspect. Yeah. Like it's it's very weird and like again, if they use it to create cool storytelling scenarios and if it's not just like a a get out of jail free card in this scene. Yeah. Like yeah. I don't want to I don't want to kick the movie while it's down because yeah. like, <laughs> you know, that is a smart reference to the games, but like also Man, that that falling, that yep. th- that oh boy, <laughs> yeah, the like oh we're being lowered backwards, and then like yeah. they, they hit him with the the vertigo zoom, yeah, ooh rough, it's <laughs> like, but then it's followed up by this great shot of Sonic running through the desert, being chased by a badnik, like. Hey, that reminds me of the games. That's a good-looking scene. Also, and then, people of course, make fun of the line, every hero yeah, has a genesis. Every hero but has that, a genesis. That, oh. got a, that, that got a smile out of me. It was it's, it was cheesy and it was bad, but so is the rest of this cute. trailer. 
It's at least harmless. Okay, here is my big gripe. For one thing, I love, I love, love, love this one shot of Robotnik sitting in his jet with the goggles on his head looking like Mr. Steel Your Steampunk. (laughs) Also, just that smile. It's so good. It's also... Not just a Jim Carrey smile, but, like, I feel like that is a very characteristic, like, Robotnik smile. Yeah, no, like, Jim Carrey is going to be chewing the furniture in this thing, and I'm excited for that. But yeah. immediately following, can we, as a society, can we, as a as a filmmaking group, come up with another shorthand for a character who moves really fast than having everything else around them stand still while they crack wise? Okay, I actually like this. That like, That was, like the first legitimate chuckle i think this this uh, trailer got out of me <laughs> see i i've just seen that exact tool in every movie that involves somebody whose speed is going super fast <sighs> that's fair and i'm tired of it like it not to say that it's bad <laughs> not to say like this is this is honestly just me on a soapbox right now <laughs> Okay, and I, appreciate I, I think that. it's it's specifically the quip he makes. Like, I don't know why, but like him just checking his pedometer. The <laughs> quip like, is I'm... funny. The quip, like, honestly, that line feels the most sonic of almost anything in the trailer. But like, I'm just, I, I don't think the they're so fast they can literally move while everything else is standing still is interesting. Would it be it's... better if like the missiles were still in motion as he made this quip? Yes. Okay. In all honesty, yes. Because, like, you got this bit in, um, I want to say it was X-Men Days of Future Past. You get it in uh, the Avengers Age of Ultron. Like, this is the gag whenever you have a super fast character. Yeah. And it's just, like, if you introduce that this is the degree of super fast, then, like, how do you engage any other kind of difficulty? Yeah. I I definitely get that, like... Sonic being able to time freeze does feel And off. he's not even using the Chaos Emeralds to use Chaos Control. I, I was I was going to say that. I'm I am grateful you beat me to that. <laughs> uh let's it's keep it, it rolling. I, I'm not the one who has to take the fall. Let's keep it rolling. <laughs> yeah, okay, like, yeah, that knee slide looks a little little off. But uh yeah, yeah no, I think that's the trailer. Uh and I then think we have but like we do the get, stinger. Yeah. There, there's the stinger where they make the joke about kidnapping a child, which is totally cool honestly i'm fine with it whatever like it's again i think i think my biggest problem with it is i think that joke would land better if they cut gangsta's paradise earlier well, and let the timing yeah play. yeah they, they do cut it but like they they waited too long and then we know, get it's... jim carrey looking like real robot okay he's in I, mushroom hell zone i do want to dig into this frame okay yeah yeah because we've got jim carrey with the full frizzed out Robotnik stash, bald with the goggles, standing amidst a forest of giant orange mushrooms, which is Mushroom Hill Zone from Sonic from Sonic Two. So, like, obviously, imagine at some if point, this was the movie. Sonic back to his world or whatever. Like, maybe, maybe that's gonna be the final act. Maybe that'll be like the the end, the cliffhanger stinger for Sonic the Hedgehog Two. But like, imagine if this was the aesthetic of the whole movie, and they were leaning into this like almost Spy Kids esque like. Yeah. Real people, but overly cartoonish environments, atmosphere, where Sonic wouldn't look out of place. Yeah. Like, this frame, for me, is honestly the most disappointing thing in the trailer because it gives me a glimpse of, like, a much clearer and much more, like, consistent potential film. Yeah. And, like, you know, like you said, 
this is here. Who knows what it's going to mean for the final trailer, for the final film. They get there. <laughs> I just like, looking at this makes me sad that the rest of the trailer wasn't in this aesthetic. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, we got through the trailer. Honestly, uh, there's so many people have been saying so many negative things about this trailer that it was honestly kind of refreshing to find good stuff in it with my good friend Chris. Yeah. I we think can probably wrap up fairly be... soon. Well, um, I, I wanted to talk yeah. a little bit, but we could we could do the show notes first. And oh yeah, we should we should totally um, we should totally move uh, on. do our do our playbill. So come along with playbill, me as we that's open what up it's called. as we I'm open sorry. up the playbill transition music now. I love that transition music. It's so mm. lovely. It's mm. just another piece of the same song we use for everything. <laughs> Yeah, but it's it's a good song, so whatever, we're getting mileage out yeah, of it. Thank so, you. <laughs> hey, everyone. This is the part of the show where we talk about other projects we're working on, other things that we are involved with, and other things that you should check out because we think they're cool. Dylan, I have a problem. Yes. I don't feel like I get enough mecha anime in my life, and I feel like when I do watch mecha anime, I don't always have clear and concise uh, breakdowns of what everything going on is. Do you have a solution for me? Oh boy, that sucks. I can't do it. I'm just kidding. Guess what, fam? Me and Coop, one of uh, our, a friend of Chris and mine, we are doing a podcast called Dude, You Remember Macross, where we talk about, you know, this 1980s anime, mecha anime called SDF Macross. And, uh, you know, it, it we go into the nitty gritty about, like, this cross section between pop culture, idol culture in Japan, 80s Japan. Um,. The military, Japan's views on the military or a militaristic life, and, you know, of course, giant robos, uh, science fiction, all that cool stuff. So, you know, if you want to hear me and a good friend of ours gush about this anime, you know, you should you should give us a... You, <laughs> I'm good at this. You should give us a, uh, a check. Check, please. Like, comment, subscribe. <laughs> I was go I was doing so well and then I was like, all right, playbill, I need all this information out right in front of me. <laughs> if you want to check us out, you you can listen to our podcast on anchor.fm slash dude that is D U D U D E. You remember. Um we are also now on Spotify, Google Play, and Apple Podcasts. Give us those five stars. Oh um, yes. Also we have a Facebook that is Facebook.com slash Dude, you remember Twitter at Dude, you remember, and you can even email us at dyrmcast at gmail dot com. Man, you got it such an easy email address compared to our bullshit. It's <laughs> so nice. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you should also go check out the Unexplored Places podcast. They are an actual play podcast produced by our friend Christine, and it is going to be involving both of us in various ways in the upcoming months. Um, yeah, so I'm recording with you next week, right? I think so. Uh, we're we're both going to be okay. doing stuff for like a couple of their a couple of their Patreon exclusive works, plus some bonus stream, um, some bonus podcasts. And I, depending on availability, I might be just in their second season as a regular yeah. cast member. Um, uh, we we have yet to smooth out the details, and I really want to play with Chris. So you know, hopefully, we'll, hopefully that'll it'll be real. That'll work itself out. Um, <laughs> But yeah, you should check them out. They're super fun. Everyone involved is rad, and every time I've recorded with them, it's been an absolute blast. You can follow them on Twitter at UnexploredCast. Their podcast is also available at unexploredcast.libsyn.com or on Spotify, so you should give them a follow and a listen and just enjoy 
all of the weirdness that comes out of that. We are also appearing in an upcoming episode of the podcast King Me with our friend Tom Lofney, where we talk about a real bad racist old sci-fi or old uh, Stephen King movie. And oh boy, and really... uh, George Romero's there too. Yeah, we it's... get really, really in the weeds. Uh, but it was a fun episode <laughs> to record, and it should be coming oh, out sorry. sometime in the next week or so. I was just going to talk about how fun and uncomfortable, simultaneously fun and uncomfortable, that episode yep. is. <laughs> you should also be on the lookout for two upcoming podcasts that are going to be featuring my dulcet tones. Uh, I can't get the... enough of them. I, I'm, I'm trying real hard to make a name for myself. I'm a contender. <laughs> Uh, be on the lookout for the upcoming podcast, The Godshead Incidental, in which I play a nervous wreck. Uh, you can follow them on Twitter at GodsheadPod for updates about when things are going to be coming out. But we did wrap recording, at least of my section, relatively recently. Uh, so be on the lookout for that. It's going to be a great time. Or if you are looking for something in which I'm not so nervous and instead a jerk, you, you can uh, follow Lockup's podcast on Twitter to be in the loop for when... This podcast comes out. It is about reality TV and kidnapping, and I play an asshole. So Ooh, okay. be ready for that. It's going to be a good time. Um, Sounds interesting. I'll have to keep an eye out for those. And one more thing to leave you before we get back into sort of our, our closing thoughts on this nightmare trailer. Uh, we have a Patreon, which we are using to open up the gates for you to help support us if we make you happy. Um, you can find it at patreon.com slash bsgpod. We have a bunch of different rewards. We have some different goals that mark different sort of milestones of us being able to support the podcast more and more from the help that you give us. And if you enjoy what we have to say, if you like listening to us and you want to show us some love, that would be a fantastic way to do it. We appreciate every single uh, patron that we get because the more we get, the more we are going to be able to reinvest back into making this show and any other shows we decide to make the best things that they can be. And now let's bounce back into talking about Sonic. <laughs> All right. Uh, quick questions, uh, Chris, because I feel like this is an interesting question that any one single person will have a different response to. Mm -hmm. What is Sonic? I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Like, well, damn. All like, right. Here, here's the deal. Mm -hmm. It does not matter to me the deep lore behind what Sonic be. Well, not not necessarily sonic but like you know is sonic a mascot for sega oh, is okay. sonic I like a you meant. i thought you meant like in fiction no no okay okay different different like, question like yeah i guess like what is what is the culmination of like sonic aesthetically uh mentally like what is the culture of sonic or like you know if you had to narrow it down like to you what is like this weird blue hedgehog that runs really fast I think Sonic is at its core, if I had to get to like a core, I don't want to call it purpose because that's like not quite the right word, but I'm not coming up with a better word for what I mean right now. But like Sonic mm -hmm. is a, when Sonic is done well, I view him as just like he mm -hmm. is the picture of guilt-free fun. Okay. Like a good Sonic game, Sonic, or hell, like the good Sonic cartoon, Sonic is out to have a good time. He's even when things are in the pits he's like cracking wise and he's making jokes and playing a good sonic game is just like you can kind of zen out and traverse this space in a way that not a lot of games offer you the option to do that's my take mm -hmm. okay i like that that's actually really good 
Um, yeah, I, and it, it's weird for me because like I don't exactly know what I would say because like Sonic is a lot of things. Sonic is like he's a corporate mascot, mm-hmm. uh, but he's also like kind of this, you know. When done well, I believe that Sonic is this face of, like, environmentalism. Um, at least in the Genesis era, he is. Uh, he he is a literal... You know, if we take the words of his creator seriously as, like, he is a fairy, like, he's, like, kind of a forest spirit who fights off industrialization and mechanization and all of those man-made things. So there's something pure about that. But, you know, also... On the other side of the coin, uh, Sonic is, like, this symbol of, like, 90s ratitude. And so, like, that's kind of, that's kind of what, and I I guess, like, you know, you have those two sides to Sonic. Sonic is both a character who is wholesome and pure, but also a character who is a manufactured personality designed to sell. (laughs) Or, you know, maybe not designed to sell, but designed to have appeal. I don't know what that appeal is anymore, but... So I think it's it's this weird kind of conflict. There's this friction between what the the wholesome element of Sonic and then also like the cynical, you know, like when you hear Aaron Hansen making fun of Sonic, his go to is like, you know, doing the Whoa, radical ha Yeah uh, <laughs> that voice. And you know, I, I think it's like what you say. The the fun thing about that nineties ratitude is like the idea of like, you know, Sonic may not have aged particularly well. He might be super corny, but, like, he is fun and he's unabashed in how fun he is. Yeah. That kind of ties in to... We are we are running a little bit long, so I want to wrap up a oh, little are bit we? quickly. Oh, No, it's okay. But I do want to get to sort of, like, final thoughts now that we've gotten real granular on this trailer. Mm-hmm. I'm going to offer you maybe the hottest take available. Oh, boy. I am genuinely and unironically excited to see this film. Wow, okay. We're going all in. I want to specify, I do not think it's going to be good. (laughs) So, between, between, uh, I don't have, like, a bad example, so I'll just say, like, between this and Detective Pikachu, what are you more excited to see? Like, what interests you more? I'm more, I'm more excited to see Detective Pikachu because I think Detective Pikachu at least looks, like, I have an idea of what Detective Pikachu is, and it mm-hmm. looks fun, and I like the aesthetic they're going for. Like, I think Detective Pikachu, I don't know if it's going to be a good movie, but I I think am... if nothing else, the chances of it being a good movie, are, I feel like it has less going against it than uh, Sonic does. Yes. Like, through virtue of at least the Pokemon movie is a movie that takes place in Pokemon's world, and it's not the same old, like, I'm a fish out of water uh, story. Yeah. Like, it's not the Smurfs or something yeah. <laughs> like that. Or Elvin and the Chipmunks or, yeah. you know, the thing that people were comparing this to, like, back when it was first announced. Yeah, which it honestly still hasn't broken away from being. I don't think it ever will. I think it's going to play directly into that. Yeah. But, like, having looked at this trailer and having, like, identified at least hints of a love for the franchise underneath the kind of overall mess. Yeah. I am genuinely interested to see what this movie pans out to be. I'm Mm -hmm. not excited in that I think I'm going to walk into that theater and have a great time watching a movie. Mm -hmm. But I'm excited in that I... It's like I've been presented with a puzzle. (laughs) 
and I want to see the solution to that puzzle, and it's not a puzzle I can solve by myself. You think there's a solution to this puzzle? Well, no, but there will at least be a finished version. And that ties into what I think is the worst thing about this trailer, is that it is failing in its job as a movie trailer. Yeah. A movie trailer is supposed to, like, functionally serves the same purpose as like a pilot episode of a TV show. I could see that, yeah. You should watch you should be able to watch a movie trailer, have at least a cursory understanding of what the main conflict or main problem of the film will be, and it should sprinkle in a few things like sneaks of like exciting moments or important moments. Yeah. Right? Saying that Sonic is here to save our world tells me nothing. This, and there are three different movies that this trailer could be a trailer for. <laughs> There's the buddy cop What's this creature? Fish out of water. Cop and Sonic explore. There's honestly, if this was just Jim, uh, yeah, Jim Carrey as Doctor Robotnik on either Sonic's planet Mobius, or you know what, just make it an abstraction of our world. Make it a Roger Rabbit. Yeah, you know, Roger Rabbit, or I can't think of the better example, but like you, you know what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, like yeah, have yeah. like Sonic be commonplace. Have him be like something accepted. In this world, have it be Detective Pikachu. Uh, Jim Carrey in Detective Pikachu. You never saw it coming. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I think the thing that bothers me and the thing that's bothered me since this movie's announcement is really basically just the fact that, like, you know, I, I, I've been talking about Sonic as this corporate advertised mascot. And, you know, this movie is that at its worst you know, even even if the movie ends up being good, despite everything that, like, it has going against it. <laughs> despite like, the will of God and man. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, you know, even if this movie does end up being good and, like, hits all the right notes um, and proves everyone wrong, I want to be proven wrong. I think the thing, the problem that a lot of people will still have with it is that, like, it could have been something bold and new and different. And instead it's like, you know, it's the Smurfs. Yeah. It's Alvin and the Chipmunks. Yeah. And like that's again, that's the problem is like one it is, of the... it is a souped up Alvin and the Chipmunks. <laughs> Alvin like, and the Chipmunks. Extreme. It's it is it is action movie Alvin and the Chipmunks. From the producers of Fast and the Furious. Motherfucker. <laughs> but like that's what I'm getting at, is like the trailer doesn't place any particular emphasis between Sonic versus Robotnik. Sonic learns to get along with policeman. And that one weird line about Sonic being here to save our world. And those it's, are three fundamentally different movies. The, the trailer is, Sonic's here in our world. Isn't that weird? And yeah. Robotnik is a real person who is from our world. Isn't that weird? Yeah, also, like he's it, Jim Carrey. It sets up, like, too many different potential plot lines for me to have any idea what to be excited for and what to anticipate. And I think that is, like, we just spent 40 minutes digging into all of the little things that this trailer does very well, but none of those help the fact that, at the end of the day, it's not doing its job as a movie trailer. Yeah. Um. So, I guess, like, final final statement from each of us. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll start. And I, I'm trying not to talk in circles, but I, I think I want to just make my thesis statement yeah. right now. Yeah, do it. I'm, I'm just shocked. I am, I am shocked at, like... Going back through this trailer, like, actually trying to give it, like, the full benefit of the doubt it deserves, like, it is mind-blowing to me how, like, many things I saw where I was like, oh, man, that was cool, actually. Or, oh, wouldn't it be cool if this is what was going yeah. on? 
Like, I'm still absolutely jazzed on your theory that they're going all the way back to like OG Eggman using animals for power. Yeah, like if, that's if, rad. If, like if if what is going on is like Eggman, if if the entire like if the third arc of this movie is Eggman follows Sonic back to his world and starts using his friends as energy sources, I'd be like, all right, I will way to go. Stand in the theater and applaud. Way to go. That's actually really cool. So I, I, I feel like I, I said we would both get statements, but I feel like we are on the same page. Yeah, like, my statement for this movie is the same statement that I went into this episode with, is just like, I want to believe that there are good ideas being put into this film. We see evidence of love for the franchise sprinkled in the background of this trailer. I just hope that a little bit of that makes its way into the main heft of the film as well. Because this can, is not the kind of movie that's going to go over well if you're, like, doing it snidely and ironically. Yeah, I can enjoy a bad movie if I can at least see, like, where they tried. Yeah. Like, I was I was saying last night to, to our uh, our friends, like, I can watch the Street Fighter movie because Raul Julia does such a killer job in oh, it. Oh, he's, he's absolutely eating the furniture as M. Bison is. It's so much fun to watch. And, like, I am hoping that I get that same... And, you know, there's also a certain appeal in, like, oh, wow, they got everything else so wrong. But, like, you know, that I'm, I'm hoping that I get, like, that from Sonic and then, like, also the added benefit of, oh, hey, they did all those things right. Yeah. So, we'll see. But I hope that this has at least been a nice exercise for you, the listener, in, like, taking the time to think about the smart decisions that might underline apparently stupid-looking things. Because, like, yeah. you know, as a creative, I try to give other creative people the benefit of the doubt as much as I possibly can, and sometimes that's not deserved, and maybe this movie is one of them. I don't know why Sonic has teeth, but I am genuinely <laughs> excited to see this movie and see what it is, whether that is a nightmare train wreck or a mediocre, like, if I walk out of the theater, the most disappointed I will be is if it's just mediocre. And honestly, my fear is that that's what it's going to be. Yeah, yeah. Um, but anyway. That's, I think that's, we can call it there. Let's yeah. do our plugs real quick because yeah, we, we've we've taken enough of your time, kind yeah. audience. We hope you had fun and we've been living most our lives. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> That was one of the dumber things I've ever said. Anyway. I can't hold on much longer. I know it's a one-way track. Thank okay. you for listening to Backstage Gaming. Uh, we hope you had fun with us on this sort of like very granular deep dive. Uh, we certainly had fun doing it. Mm -hmm. If you like our show, please remember to check us out at bsgpod.com. That's your one-stop shop for all things us. You can find the episodes. You can find... Uh, bios for me and Dylan. You can find a contact form if you want to get in touch with us directly. Uh, and you should also find our show wherever you like to get your podcasts. We're on Apple Podcasts. We're on Spotify. We're on the Google Play Store. We're on Stitcher. We are on Radio Public. And wherever you find us, think about leaving a review. Think about leaving a rating. Help us climb that algorithm ladder to Profit Town. Um, you can also check us out on social media. Um, we are on Facebook. We are on Twitter. Our handle is at BSG underscore cast. And you can check us out on YouTube. And if you want to talk about those two idiots who are defending the Sonic the Hedgehog movie, <laughs> you should talk about us with hashtag BSG pod. Um, also, big, big ups to our friend Brendan French for our key art. Um, if you like what he did for us, you should check out his, uh, you should check out his pages. He has a Squarespace, which is brennanfrench.squarespace.com. That is B-R-E-N-N-E-N -N -E 
hyphenfrench.squarespace.com, and you can also go to his Instagram, Brennan French Arts. That is all one word. Uh, so B R E N N E N French Arts, all one word. Awesome. You should also go give some love to our friend BioQuery. He's the musician behind our theme song, Dot Sound Radio Volume One Instrumentality. You can find him at his SoundCloud, soundcloud.com slash bioquery, that's B-I-O-Q-U-E-R-Y, or by searching bioquery on Spotify. He has a lot of really cool electronica out, and he also does production work for a bunch of other bands around L.A., so look him up and give him some love. He deserves it. And one more time, please, if you enjoy what we do, if you like listening to us, if you want to uh, show some support for us indie artists that are just trying to make our way in this big blue world uh consider checking out our patreon at patreon.com slash bsg pod if you can afford to drop a dollar a couple bucks here and there every month to give us some support and help us continue pushing this thing further that would be amazing and we would really appreciate it anything else from you dylan or are we good to say Uh, bye-bye i think we're good to say bye all right so goodbye goodbye we love you just remember I don't know why I can't ever say goodbye like a normal fucking person, but here we go. Goodbye. Goodbye. I got places to go. Gotta follow my rainbow. Goodbye. Goodbye.